Hey guys, it's Jenny and Izzy, and we read the namesake, and we'll be doing our 30-second summaries on Chapter 7. Okay, yeah, sure. So basically, Ashima's alone in the- Sorry, it's loud. Okay, Ashima is alone in the Boston suburbs. Her husband is in Cleveland for a teaching job, and then she finds out he dies, and then Gogo goes from New York to um, Cleveland, gets his father's things, and then goes to, without his girlfriend, Maxine, and then goes to Boston and is with his family, and Maxine comes that time, and then they're doing all these morning rituals, and, like, he's finally understanding, like, what his father went through when his father died. I have no idea if it's been 30 seconds. Hope not. Right, and then, uh, I don't even know what, okay, all and right. then Sonia moves to Boston, and all right. it's all Good job, good job, good job. All right, my turn. Oh, boy. It's a lot happens. A lot happens. All right. Try to get everything I did. Oh, man. All right. Let's start. Okay, so Ashima's living alone. Ashoka's somewhere else. And so one night, Ashima gets a call and she comes to the hospital and finds out that um, Ashok died. So this is a very, very sad moment. So Go finds out and goes to Cleveland to pick up his things and then goes back to, where was it, Boston and just is with his family. Oh, and with Maxine. And they're just very sad and in mourning. Has it been 30 seconds? I don't know. A few more. Okay. So, yeah, it's just a very sad chapter. Oh, and and it understands. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> so bad. Good job. Okay. So, now we're going to do the motif analysis. So, you want to explain what our motif is? Okay. So, we have a couple of them. But our overarching one is grief. And things that fall under it is like death and sadness and mourning and coping and stuff like that. This is a very sad and long chapter. Mm-hmm. A lot happening. Okay, so um, I guess I'm just going to dive right into a key point. Um, so, like, what we notice is a lot about, like, the culture in this chapter and how, like, Bengali culture is, like, really, like, starting to come back into play. Because, like, before he liked the modernness of his girlfriend's culture and, like, the New York way of life. But you really see him go back to his roots in this chapter, which is... Um, due to the grief that he's experiencing from his father dying. So on page 179, um, it talks about how his father um, shaved his head when his father died. Um, And then it says, um, his father had shut the door and locked it and emerged emerged shrunken and bald. Years later, Gogol had learned the significance that it was a Bengali son's duty to shave his head in the wake of a parent's death. But at the time, Gogol was too young to understand. When the bathroom door opened, he had laughed at the sight of his hairless, grief-stricken father, and Sonia, just a baby, had cried. Um, this is, like, a really important moment. Yeah, I know. It's, like, really sad because, like, they were just children and they had no idea what his father was going through, what their father was going through. Um, and then it talks about how now, like, as a Bengali son, like, going back to his culture, how, like, it's really important. Um, and, like, I don't know, I guess just, like, seeing how he's finally learned to, like, accept, like, yeah. not his father's death, but, like, understand, like, what pain his father went through is, like, a really important thing. Yeah, and also what I've noticed, it's really sad that death brings families closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one thing I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, and when families become closer, I don't know, it can bring you, like you said, back to your roots mm-hmm. and they're rediscovering and looking at things in a new perspective. Yeah. That's like why he shaved his head mm-hmm. and just looking into all that and um yeah i mean 
it's just a whole thing of grief and everyone copes and grieves and mourns in different ways mm-hmm. and I guess this is Gogol's and by going back to his roots and becoming closer with his family he doesn't really resent his girlfriend in like the American ways but I guess well, spoiler for the next chapter, but they just grow apart, and the, this definitely takes a toll on him and his like mental health. Like it just takes. So yeah, they just fall apart. Yeah, I think like Maxine kind of like represents like that like American like keep moving like on you know kind of thing. Um, and like when he does find his new girlfriend who is like in like part of the Bengali culture, like. I don't know. You just see how connected he feels to his culture yeah. and how, like, the grief process is, like, different. Yeah. And it's, it's a familiar kind of thing, but it's also very fresh. Yeah. And, yeah, refreshing. Okay, well, sorry about all the sadness. Yeah, but that's our sorry. Routine yeah. Now. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now we're going to do the on-the-spot analysis. Is this going to turn to a random page? All right, turning. All right, the page is 169, chapter 7. The quote is, she listens to something about a heart attack, that it had been massive, that all attempts to revive him had failed. Did, did she wish to have any other, any of her husband's organs donated? She asked, and then, is there anyone in Cleveland area to identify and claim the body? And that is our short quote because, yes. Yeah. Okay, so basically at this point in the story, this is when she's on the phone with the hospital just finding out that um, her husband died. Um, And you can't really see it exactly in this quote, but, like, she's kind of in the, like, denial stage right now because she was saying earlier how she thought it was just a stomach ache when Ashok had called her, um, not an emergency. Um, But this is when, like, things are getting real and, like, she has to actually make decisions. Yeah, and so diving into the allegories and the deeper hidden meanings, so I could honestly feel a bit of regret in her voice when I said it out loud because she wasn't there to comfort him when they thought it was just a minor thing, and I guess she might regret just not being there with him and comforting him, even though they're separated, and it's yeah like you said it was it sounded like she was in the denial stage just like what what happened she's questioning all of her moves like uh did she wish to have any of her husband's organs donated like she's thinking ahead and just overthinking and everything is just a lot for her right now Mm -hmm. i agree i think that's like definitely like basically it that like she's like like i said in denial like she's not really sure like what's going on she's being asked these questions that like she wouldn't, wasn't even prepared to, like, be asked. So. Oh. Um. <laughs> All right. So I have never experienced something so devastating like this. Um. So, like, I can't even imagine what um, she must be going through. And, um, like, I can't, like, the, like, connection she had with her husband and, like, having to be asked like what like she wants done with like like his organs like that's like that's I wouldn't even be able to like wrap my mind around that so like honestly like yeah I I don't know I don't know what I do with the whole death thing 
when I found out like a family member died, I was pretty much in the same state Ashima is in. Like that did not like did this really happen? Like I don't believe it. Like what's gonna happen? Are we gonna have to go to are we gonna have to travel? Like what what's gonna happen? So that was like really devastating and I can relate there. Yeah, and then for calling, I mean like I guess just like this whole like grief like chapter about like grief that we were saying and like mourning and stuff like and like me saying that like I can't imagine going through this it's just like it reminds me that like you need to like like always check up on everyone and like how she was away from her husband for so long um and like I'm sure she has like that regret like you said of like not being able to see him as often so I think just like always making sure you're like checking up on your family don't think don't take things for granted appreciate everything you have so sorry for the sad little episode yeah. <laughs> but yeah we're finished see you the next week <laughs> bye <laughs>